What's up? It's Sammy, the Spanish Guy Guevara, and you, yes, you, right now, are listening to Can't Stop Talking About Wrestling. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 12 of Can't Stop Talking About Wrestling. I'm Hector, and I'm here with my tag team partners, Raymond and Mark. What up? Hey, what's going on? It's a question. Which tag team are we? Oh, Demolition, the Rockers, I have, uh, you know, what, 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 what tag team? It has to be a trio, so I don't, we, could, we could pick an old school team or we could create something new. Freebird. These are New Day. Day. No, not New Day. I'm sorry. <laughs> we could I'll, be, I'll take any, any team but New Day. But anyway. We could be New Day, but I, I'm Big E. <laughs> I'll be Kofi. <laughs> Oh, I can't see that trombone. I don't know how that comes Xavier Woods. <laughs> hey, Xavier Woods has, has a nice nice history. <laughs> yes, he does. Yeah. Uh, only, me and, only me and Raymond got that. No, I, I went over my head. Yeah. Um, um, Xavier Woods is, is part of two trios. Oh, okay. Now, I, well... I'm still I'm, okay. I'm impartial on this one. The pain, the pain. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to keep it PG. I, 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 I want to use the radio R for for the for when we curse. Not when, all right. Not, on to not, the next topic. All right, all right. So let's go into SmackDown. Uh, Moving pretty, on. Uh, pretty deadly is uh, the number one contenders to face Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn at Money in the Bank. Um, I think uh, Raymond predicted that, so we'll give him credit for it. And and the night before um, Money in the Bank, we have Charlotte versus Oscar with um, Bianca ringside for the title belt. Um, just my opinion. I feel like I, I'm assuming Bianca's gonna jump in, interfere, and maybe we get a triple threat the next day at Money in the Bank. I don't know what you guys think. Mm, I think they're gonna hold that off for SummerSlam, so they're gonna do any kind of like rematch for. Triple threat, summer slam. No, I'm thinking we have Oscar retained thanks to Bianca getting involved. Okay. You know, money in the, the next day, Bianca gets the shot against Oscar. Charlotte gets involved, costing okay. Bianca to match, and then at SummerSlam, <laughs> get the triple threat. I think they're gonna do something of that nature. All right, I like that. I like that. Um, what else we had? We didn't talk about it in the past, um, LA Knight, so I was going to talk about, um, has LA Knight met his match? I don't know if you guys watched The Bump. He, um, Selena Vega was a co-host. I have not. Yeah, Selena Vega was a co-host, and then they had um, LA Knight as a guest, and he said something about the, about, um, the, the, the wrestlers backstage on nerds and geeks and all of that, and Selena Vega... <laughs> And Selena Vega took that very personal, and the Spanish came out of her, and and she just like attacked him. You have to watch it, and like you, you, he's Ellie Knight was still trying to be cool and and talking back to her, but as anybody knows, you don't talk back to a Spanish woman, and she just kept on going off, and you could tell like he didn't know like where to put his face at, and and he just tried to basically like end the conversation. <laughs> As soon as possible, and she kept on, and she even went on Twitter and said what everybody has been saying: that basically he needs to find himself and stop copying off of legends. He was smart. He did not. Yeah. <laughs> he, he was smart. He, he didn't. He didn't answer back or whatever. He left it alone. But yeah, I guess she had to get her final job. That was, and that was the last thing, and they left it like that. So it looks like Ellen Knight, besides him being super hot right now. He did meet his match, but he backed off, and he was smart. So that, it, it's a weird segment. If you, if you guys go watch it, it's on Peacock. I will watch it. <laughs> I think it was, um, yeah, last week's, because then tomorrow's a new show. And then um, I have a, a soundbite about the biggest moment of um, SmackDown. Let's see it right up. Jay 
So guess what? You out. <laughs> and I'm out too. Oh my God. <laughs> Kick heard around the world. Let me ask a question real quick. Yes. Was it really that delayed, like in real time? It didn't feel like that in real time, like when we were watching it live. Like, am I just like imagine, am, am I imagining things? Am I like high on something? Like, I just I think, think at that moment we were all excited and blanking out that it was just like, I think we were still shocked because for me he kicked Jay out. I mean he kicked Jimmy out, and I was like, damn it! Now we got this story is going to be really long now. Because then they have to make up eventually. When they gonna make up? Next week? Two weeks? Three weeks? When are they gonna make up? And then it's just boom. So it was just like, I don't know. I think at that moment everything felt like it was fast. Now you watch it now, you you can feel all the pauses. Um, Raw did a, a recap of it. Awesome recap. It, it goes back to showing them as kids while Jay is talking, and shows them growing up and all of that. And that one's more faster because um Jay did a couple of mistakes or he stumbled on some words like I do, but um. Raw fixed that. It's awesome. If they could come up with a DVD of the Bloodline story, I would buy it. If it was on demand, I would buy it. I would stream it. I would watch it a hundred times. It deserves Emmys. If people want to say wrestling is fake, then they're acting. Fine. Give them a, a freaking Emmy. Because some of the acting or work that they're doing, it is amazing. We could go all the way back to the um, Roman just sitting down in, in a chair and his impressions and his face and everything. Um, Jay... Looking like he's been tortured for life. I mean, it's it's great. They they all deserve Emmys, supporting actors, and all of that. Come on, if you want to call it fake? Let's let's call it fake and, and, and give them their respect. Then they, they they doing way better acting than some of these TV shows. And and TV shows you can say cut. You can't say cut here. But oh wow, I agree with everything. It was it was amazing. Any thoughts? Did you? Yeah, yeah. No, I was just gonna really quick. Did you watch that three? I think it was about three hours. It was right around WrestleMania where they put like everything that happened bloodline storyline in like a uh, a video on WWE.com. I heard about it. I can't find it, or I, I say I couldn't find it, and I just I just gave up on it. If if, you, if yeah, please if you have it, send the link. That's what I'm going to be watching tonight. I'm so hooked on it. <laughs> I'm I'm about to like do my own um, bootleg version and just screenshot. All of these videos of, of my favorite moments and put it together and just watch it on my own. Because, I mean, it, it's amazing. Between that and I always wanted a DVD of um, Stone Cold and The Rock. Like that whole story, I always wanted that on DVD or a special and they never did it. But, yeah. Mark? Anything? I was waiting for you to finish. <laughs> um. just, just jump in. Tag. You got tag. The crazy thing is you know, I used like, I'm gonna probably just sidebar this a little bit for DVD wise. In my collection up until last year, I owned every single DVD ever made with WWE except for like six. Like I'm only missing like six, and it's like a random just cutaway I'm doing right now. Right. Um, and like the only like the really rare ones, like this, there's a Judgment Day 2002 DVD that's like like 130 dollars on eBay that I don't have. Wow. And it's like something like I always look at these. I remember one time on Mercari, somebody sold it like 10 minutes before I saw it. And it was only 10 bucks. And I literally almost like had a stroke because I missed <laughs> it by 10 minutes. Um, nowadays, obviously, I, don't, I kind of don't buy anymore because the, so the Warner Brothers first off puts them out. And secondly, they really barely put out any titles anyway. Right. It doesn't really matter because I would like to see some of these cool, some of these things on DVD sets because like not everybody just wants to rely on Peacock or you know, or if you're overseas at WWE Network or anything like that. Just an interesting little sidebar I wanted to. Yeah, I, I, got, I, used, I used to collect the DVDs and then, I, oh shit, Gable, Gable Stevenson just showed up on um, NXT. Finally. Who? No, I'm kidding. I, I don't. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> he got drafted to Raw and now he just showed up at NXT. I, I, I'm not, I can't hear it, so I'm going to have to watch it again. But yeah, it, it's, it's interesting that he's there. Uh, it's a sidetrack what I was going to say oh so DVDs yeah I used to collect the DVDs and then I stopped I I have very few saved in my storage I definitely have the Cena one only because I'm on it with, with the training session because they have the same DVD version on on Peacock but it doesn't have the special features 
so you can't see me training. <laughs> so I have that DVD just so I, I can see the whole footage of me training with Cena. But if we want to go way back, talking about being sidetracked, I used to have what they called a DVD recorder. So you could copy for one DVD. I know, and that's the dental. You dentures. <laughs> I apologize, Dr. <laughs> I, I was trying the video for you. Hey, I, 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 I was like, did we forget that we have commercials? We, we have an ad. <laughs> <laughs> I think the worst part is advertising dentures. I think that's the worst part about that. <laughs> hey, I, I, I thought about getting an advertisement for deodorant. I was like, one of them had to find us since we were always talking about it. Eventually. <laughs> but yeah, there was a thing called like a DVD recorder, and I was re- able to record stuff on a DVD. And I created my own best of WWE. And I had like, from each DVD holds six hours of wrestling, or six hours of footage, or whatever. And I had at least maybe 15 DVDs of six hours of each of all my highlights from Raw and SmackDown, just what I liked. So it would have just been... All the, all the best of the rock, maybe my favorite matches, or it was mostly stuff that happened backstage because I love all the stuff that happened backstage and they're getting jumped or funny lines or that. And it was just all of that footage. And I don't even know where that stuff is at now because with Peacock and everything, I was like, it's so hard to record and there was no more DVDs and no more. So I was like, I just gave up on it. But yeah, Listen, Raymond? I, 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 can, I can kind of beat that. So before that, as you know, I'm a major Undertaker fan, and I still have his 18 tapes of only Undertaker matches. So basically, his first eight years of his career, I recorded on tape, and I had like I could watch it out every single match, every single storyline. I kind of wish I never stopped. I found a way to transition that to like maybe like you said, DVD recorder or something. What? But well, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna beat, I'm gonna beat your, your story. Well, my, my DVD recorder is, is from all my VHS tapes. I, I transfer them to DVDs, and then from there I can record from the TV shows. So all my VHS tapes from when, from '97, from when Sting was turning into the Crow, I had all of that, and I transferred it to DVDs. It, it was the greatest collection. I could probably sell it now legally, whatever. But um, yeah. So that's the DVD recorder I thought you were saying from the get-go because I, at my mom's, years ago, we used to have one until it broke and we put all, like, I remember, like, the WrestleFest, like, WrestleFest yeah. 90, 91, all the Coliseum videos, all of them on uh, DVDs, on the DVD recorders because they didn't have, the, you know, the, the blocker on there from doing recording. Right. And I don't know where those discs are now. <laughs> I think they're somewhere at my mom's. I know they're there. It's just, where are they? Yeah, I have, I have no idea where mine's are. I know I know they're not in storage, so I'm I'm, I'm assuming they're lost or gone. But uh, yeah, you'll find it. <laughs> no, I won't. I, I I know it's not in storage, and if it's not in storage, then it's it's nowhere because all all my wrestling stuff is mostly in storage or like right here in in this room. So anyway, um, back to um, Jay's um super kick. Um, I have a question for you guys. What do you think? What where one of these things I'm going to tell you didn't happen, but if it did happen, what would it have been bigger? Cody Rhodes winning at WrestleMania or Jay super kicking Roman? Hmm. Hmm. I think Jay kicking Roman. What happened? Mark? What's the bigger moment of the two? Yes. I mean, if Cody would have beat Roman, he would have had the moment. Like, that to me would have been the bigger moment. Okay, because then, then part two of the question was, then then what happens? Because then, like, the bloodline is over, and how do you break up? Like, we lose out on J- on Jimmy kicking Roman, and then Jay kicking Roman, and, and then whatever no. this goes there? No, because then Roman's, like, on this whole mission to get it back, like, and blaming his brothers, his, sorry, his cousins, for him losing in the first place. Because, they you know, they kind of, like, messed up their cue or whatever, blame them. And then you still end up going into this third. It just wouldn't be mean... I guess as much without the title. I think it's because the title's involved. I think that what yeah. makes this all that, so yeah. That's how that's how I take it. Mm. You still could have done the story though. Yeah, okay, I agree. You still could have done the story, but I think that the kick, the reason is bigger, is because you kind of bring Jay or both of them technically, but Jay to that next level to being actually the main event. Jay Uso also. You have that fracture now, so it's moving that story to the next level. I think that you know, yeah, Cody would have won, and you must have everyone wanted that because they want to see Roman lose. 
but the fraction and the breaking of the part from the the bloodline, I think that's actually better for me. Right. Okay. Just just wondering. Um. All right. That's it for that. Let's go to um. Collision. Which happened right the next day on Saturday. Um. <laughs> Listen, let's talk about those ropes. <laughs> the red ropes, just like Raw. Yeah. Uh, since I'm the big AEW fan from this group, and then you have Raymond that's mm, 50-50, and then Mark is like, I don't know, maybe 10%, and that's saying a lot. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to definitely go first since I'm the big AEW guy. I thought the show was great. I thought it was great, two hours of wrestling. Um, it did feel like an AEW special. Like when they had those, I'll give you that. They had like they, those specials on like on, on special Saturday. Like I forgot what they, they called them because there's so many the names and different things. Um, let's just say court class of the champions or whatever. It it was just a, a for me it was like a special. I would I, it's I'd be interested to see where they're gonna go from there because there was nothing like saying um hey next week we're gonna do this. No one even talked about next week. It was just like this is a one time thing and it's not. So it it was a great two hours or whatever it was. So hopefully they could keep that and go with it. Um, me and Raymond were talking earlier, uh, a couple of days right after it happened, um, about stories. I, um, first I felt like no, and and then I thought about it, yes, and now even more I feel yes that th- there was at least two stories besides the great promo that CM Punk did. He had the red bag that we have to assume the world titles in it. So the whole thing about what's in the bag and where they're gonna go with that. And the other story was, but it includes the the best match of the night, was with um, Jade and Buddy Murphy. We'll talk about that match later, but it was really yeah. good. It, it was a great match, but it ended with um, Jade wanted to shake hands. Buddy first said no, and then he started thinking about it. And when he went up to Jade with his hand out to shake, the lights go out, and. Everything else happens. House of Black shows up. They attack Adrani and everything. So was he really going to shake his hand? Was Are they going to end up jumping Buddy Murphy for being nice and having a heart? So it, it, that was weird. A- any thoughts on that before we go into punk or whatever? Well, I'm going to point out that on YouTube, you actually lose that entire... Like, I watched the collision through YouTube, like the clips that AEW puts out. Uh-huh. Unless I missed it, like, they didn't post that part. Oh, what Only part? they just post the finish. They, I'm sorry. They only posted what? So they posted the fin- like you know, the, the match, like the best parts of the match, and the finish, and then the cut. So they didn't put any of that. So me, like, it's like the only way I usually watch AEW nowadays because I don't watch it live is through the YouTube clips that AEW puts out. I, so I didn't see any of that. I'm glad you. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm glad you said that because I felt the way they were. Um, what's the right word? Recording, filming, using the camera work was horrible. There was one segment. They were both injured, and the um, the doctors had to come in and check them. So each one was in a corner with a doctor. They went to commercial, so we get to the split screen, and you can see them pushing the doctors away. They both stumble stumble up like a Rocky movie, face each other, and just start wailing on each other, punch each other. It was a great moment, and we had to watch it on the split screen. And then right after that, then we lost the split screen, and then it went straight into one hundred percent. All commercials, and I was like, "Who decided to go to commercial in this time? Unless it wasn't planned, and they were really injured. But if if it was part of the script or whatever, that hey, we're gonna be injured, the doctors are gonna come in, and then we're gonna go and we're gonna stop punching each other because it was a from that little screen that I saw it on, it looked awesome. Like I, it's just pure action and all of that, and just pure camera work sucked. But yeah, so yeah, it, it's weird that they didn't show that. Maybe I, if they didn't show that, that means. Maybe that story is dead already, which sucks. But I guess we have to wait till next week and find out. But they've done it before where they've done like the YouTube club and not show like a certain part of the show, which is actually, you know, important. Yeah. I, the, not, I, th- I thought it was important. But I, yeah. You know, so they've left out important stuff before. I yeah. Guess it's to make you have to watch the show live, which not worth not worth the time. But <laughs> it um, was it, it it was Mark. Like I said, I know no, you're you're against I the food. Fact, I thought it was good. I thought it was a good show. No. From what I saw, it was some good stuff. It's just like on a Saturday night. I'm sorry, but I'm gonna choose like I did this past Saturday night, going out with my girlfriend, taking her to a nice dinner. Well, she paid, but you know, I still took you know, you know, you could call it me taking her out, but she took me out. Um, and enjoyed her company. 
sorry, it's a Saturday night. AEW, I guess, relies on fans that live in the basement. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. I'm supposed to be pro AEW a little bit, too. I'm sorry. It's, I'm sorry. It, it's, sorry all because you, it's all because sorry. you're not a CM Punk fan. That's it. Hey, his promo was good. It was good. So let's go into that. I, I thought it was good. I thought it was perfect. It was exactly what we needed. Of course, we want the the whole, hey, young bucks, you suck, and I'm going to kick your ass when I see you, and blah, blah, blah. But then it would have been the whole thing of why he got in trouble in the first place. So the little jabs was good. It just seems like he's called himself God or the savior of wrestling. So people feel like if he doesn't turn water into wine every chance he gets on the mic and everything, he failed, and he's horrible. And all that. Because I've heard different reviews of how the promo was great and how it was bad because it was just plain and they wanted the Young Bucks to show up and blah, blah, blah. I, I, for, let's, for legal purposes, it was what we were going to get. All I could hope is that eventually we do get something with the Young Bucks coming in. Because it's rumored that he's going to be on Dynamite. And, of course, the Young Bucks are not going to be on Dynamite because Dynamite's in Chicago. So, of course, use Punk and use that. Supposedly, it's all rumors that, well, that Punk is going to be on Dynamite and the Young Bucks would not be on Dynamite this week, which is weird because it's right before Forbidden Door. So, let's see what happens with that. Um, What else is going on with that? Also, another rumor, and these are all, like I said, just rumors, but uh, for All In, which is in London, they're talking about just having the, the roster from Dynamite. And then the all-out pay-per-view be Collision. I think that's a stupid idea, a bad idea. If you're going to go all-in and all-out, it should be everybody. And if this is all because the Young Bucks and I guess Adam Page or whatever can't be around Punk. I mean, come on. Put your big boy pants on. Something has to work out here. I don't know. Anyway, you guys? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I kind of agree. Well, kind of going back to Buddy Murphy really quick. Um I, I don't know if you noticed that they did mess the goose on his name when he was coming in uh, for his entrance. And then I, I didn't catch it. I saw it on, I think, Twitter or Facebook that they Andrade's and Buddy kind of did tribute to Charlotte and Rhea Ripley with Andrade's doing the figure eight and uh, Murphy doing the, I don't know, the, whatever Rhea Ripley does. Anyway. But, um, You're supposed to be I, I thought the same. You don't even know her move? Come on, Raymond. What is this? I, I don't know. It says that arm, it locked the legs. I don't know what they call the I, name I, of that move. Well, it, it, I'm sorry. It, it's I missed it. I heard that he did some kind of tribute. So, Ripley, and I was like, I didn't see. I got to do it again. So, But I'm not a big fan of Ripley. Besides, I think she's hot. But you missing that? I don't know, Raymond. You lose points. Well, I mean, it was, it was on AEW. I'm just saying. It, it, doesn't, <laughs> but, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. Because I did see Andrade do his figure eight, which was really cool. As soon as I saw him putting his uh, hands up, I was like, oh, no, he's not. And he did it. It's pretty cool. <laughs> no, but no, all joking aside, I mean, the, end, uh, the set for AEW, I want to say really quick, it was really nice. I thought it yes. was a really, actually, thought it was better than Dynamite's set. Yes, I, I yes. Honestly think it was low. I, I don't like, I, I never liked Dynamite's. The whole t- two circles, one for the good guys, one for the bad guys, whatever. Anyway, whatever. Um, and I actually... Yep. Yeah. I thought it was like old school to me, like a little bit of a... Like you didn't really send old WWF, but I felt that it, it made it unique at the time when they did it. I, I, I always liked when they did that. It reminded me of the... I guess the... It, it looked nothing like it, but it gave me just the feeling of the old WCW on Saturday night. What was what was the name of that show? Was it Saturday Night Wrestling? No, I don't know. WWE Saturday Night. Yeah, that's what it's called. Because it had like a yeah, like a like uh, I don't know, like a Robocop door opening. I don't know. I, I had that vibe just for a second. Whatever. <laughs> also rumored for All In, if they decide to do everything, it's gonna be um, not not it's gonna be just rumored. CM Punk MJF for the title to be in London. Title titles. Well, yeah. Mm. It's, but well, we we're, we're assuming that the the title's in that red bag. We don't know what it is. It could be a contract. If the title's supposed to be in that belt in that bag, I don't. It wasn't in that bag at that moment because that bag looked very light and and the belt is very bulky. So it didn't look like there was a title in there. But we could assume that that's what he he was talking about because he never lost the title. But okay. 
do you think that we kind of also I saw on the Twitter, Facebook, uh, a heavyweight title separate, kind of like what WWE is doing? Do you think that's something that they may lead into? I saw that picture. You sent it to me. Um, belt, the belt's ugly. <laughs> let's, let's get that out the way. Um, lately, I don't know. Well, I think all the belts are ugly when I first see them, and then it grows up. They all grow on me. Let's go back to the spinning belt. All, all of these belts, uh, all of these belts, even the, the the all the new ones that they came with the world. The world title was the first one. I when they gave that to Seth, I was like, when they showed it, I was like, oh. Yeah. And then after I saw it, and then I saw it in the the website, and I was like, okay, I like it. So yeah, that AW belt, they both, they okay, but um. I don't know if they need another title, especially when you have some other Joe walking around with the Ring of Honor title. There's there's so many titles in um AEW. I don't know. I, I, I mean, if you're gonna do a, a split, a, a real hard split, then I guess you need a title. But they haven't said they're gonna do that. Um, I did hear one place which was a cool idea. It's not my idea. I heard it from somebody else. Um, if CM Punk goes to Dynamite, starts trouble. And, like, Tony Khan comes out and, like, bans him. Like, you're out of here. You can't be here no more. And now he's now we have a reason why he's stuck in collision. And that's his show. And now you need a, a champion over there. Because they haven't said, hey, guys, we're going to do a split or a draft or whatever. They have never said that. We, they just say, hey, we got AEW got a new show. They never said this is going to be the roster. Just the, this group of wrestlers or all the rejects that we didn't want or cause trouble. And, um... Started fights backstage and, and and punched people backstage and all that shit. We're gonna send them to Saturdays because they're punished. So let never... me ask this because this is where I was kind of going before. Um, before if they were to do a hard split, kind of like what WWE did in the past with Raw pay per view, SmackDown pay per view. You think the roster for AEW, in your opinion, can be strong enough to do that? Because when I look at AEW, there's a few people that stand out. I don't know if they can carry a whole show weekly. The guys, I'm sorry if Mark was going to talk, I'll talk real fast. The guys on Saturday are the reason I was excited about AEW. And when they were not on TV, I was upset. That's just my feeling. I understand we have new wrestlers coming up like Orange Cassidy and Warlow and, 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 and all those other guys. They're, they're growing on me. They still haven't got to that part of the ladder. And that's just my opinion. I understand, I understand everything everything wrestlers do. Even even if they're not top stars, they bust their ass. They put the work in, and I respect that. Just as a fan of who I choose to like, there's a lot of people in AEW, the, the originals, that I don't really care for. I, I like the Alistair Blacks. I like the Miros and all of that. So if they're, if they're going to be on Collision, and I'm sorry if they're WWE rejects or whatever, that's the show I'm going to watch. Right now, I would prefer to watch Collision than Dynamite. Now, if you're going to do some kind of story with their mix, now you got me. But, yeah, my my attention is going to be more on Collision than Dynamite from now on, unless something happens. To your question, I'm sorry, Mark, um, Raymond, two separate um, pay-per-views? No, they can't do that. So, once again, Young Bucks got to stop this shit. Because supposedly it's it's all it's all done right now. They don't, they, don't, they don't want to talk about it. They don't want to be around Punk. They don't want to be all of this. The only one I've heard that supposedly that would, that's willing to work with Punk is Kenny Omega. I guess he he understands about money. Young Bucks and and Paige, I don't think they're ever going to work with Punk. And eventually they have to decide what they're going to do because they have to be. You can't go to London and split the 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 wrestlers like Punk and all these guys. No, you can't go. So, I don't know. Anyway, I'm sorry. Mark. Okay. Um, first off, you said how wrestlers are growing on you. Wait, Orange Cassidy is growing on me like a wart that you can't get rid of. Um, it's every week. I, I, I can't take it every freaking week. Um, yeah, so, you know, the interesting way they could go about it is I was thinking about what you were saying about the whole punk situation. It's up on Dynamite. Khan throws him out. You know, it could more or less if, – if they were to be smart with this because I think you could do almost do like an AEW Civil War kind of storyline to a degree. Punk's guys against 
you get Punk and Tony Khan be the next Austin McMahon, as insane as that might sound. Mm-hmm. I like that. There's an avenue to go. You know, there's a, definitely an avenue to go with that. And it actually, to me, would be interesting because we all know Punk's guys, the FTRs. Um, you know, I apparently likes Jay White and, you know, the other people that are in Bullet Club, Gold or Platinum or Ruby or Diamond or whatever <laughs> they're calling themselves now in this Bullet Club, Bullet Club, 50 different factions all over the place. But anyway... Um, you can have it where Punk, you know, gets thrown out of Dino from causing trouble. Is you know what? Collision, I'm going to take over Collision. You can't stop me. And next thing you know, Collision is Punk's, I and mean, he drafts his guys. All these guys show up to Collision, you know, to work under him instead of under Tony Khan. And you could just have this whole little thing, and you could turn, obviously, all in, all out. It's too, so close to both coming this way. So I don't necessarily know you could have this storyline for then, but you actually could have the, you know, Team Punk, Team Khan, whatever. Again, it is different things to do again me personally i think i'd be more interested in that just because you're actually having an interesting storyline for the first time and god knows how long in that company but um there's some stuff's been good at aw i i can't front you know i'm not i'm not gonna yeah. put this shit on it but you know in terms of the two different roster all in all out i i they, they can't do that mostly because they booked themselves into a corner by doing two shows back to back weeks you you y'all did that now you got to pay the piper. Yeah, you could. Of course, you could have your mixer mixture of matches that have no storyline. You just throw them on the card like Forbidden Door is an entire card of. Um, but no, you don't do two separate rosters. And also, to I'm going to piggyback on the one thing about if, um, the question I forgot who brought it up. Could they survive with separating the rosters the way it is? Like you guys are saying, no. I think they could. So think about it when Raw SmackDown they redid the draft back in 2016. When for a while we had the two rosters combined, then we reseparated again. A lot of stars got created out of that. You know, Braun Strowman, for example, against the Jobbers was getting built up after being dead in the water for months, and it created James Ellsworth. As insane as that sounds, James Ellsworth got a hell of a run. Keith Slater and Rhino got a hell of a run. A bunch of different guys got work and actually entertaining fans were into fans bought into it. Fans wanted to see it. So that gives them the opportunity by having two separate brands, give some guys exposure. Granted, they could be like action injury and fall off the face of the earth after having two good weeks. Or they catch on like wildfire, like some of the other guys that have shown up. I, I could think of an example I'd love, to, I'd love to say, but like, for example, Chris Statlander. I mean, Statlander is a perfect example. When she debuted, she caught on like fire. Now look, look at her, TBS champion. There's so many ways they can go about that. Yeah. I, I, I definitely feel like they could do a hard split for like the TV shows. But not for pay-per-views. So if they do their pay-per-views every three months, every four months, they both have to join. And maybe that's the first time they join. They bump into each other backstage and and start separate stories there. And you have to wait another three months for that story to end or whatever. That will be okay. But for, there's no way you're doing two different pay-per-views. For, for one for Collision and one for Dynamite. Like Keeping them separated for all the time on TV, that's fine. But when it's time to do All In, All Out, um, whatever else those other shows are called, yeah. Um, we're going to take a short little break. We'll be right back, right before the ref counts 10. All right, as we're talking, um, NXT is on, and Seth Rollins is about to face Ron Breaker. Um, once again, the fans took over his song, and the announcer basically had to shut them up. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the fight's about to start. But we'll, we'll keep on going. So let's go into Raw. Um, it starts off, basically, which is perfect for right now. Finn attacks Seth Rollins so he can't have his open challenge match. And the basic reason of attacking him and, and basically hurting him in his ribs, which he has his ribs taped up right now, is because he doesn't want him to defend his title until he faces him at Money in the Bank. So does that mean Finn Balor shows up right now, tonight, and interferes in this match? Because he did if there's any chance of Seth looking like he's hurt or losing, I'm assuming Finn is going to show up. And Finn at Seth at NXT, pretty cool. But, I mean, I guess we have to wait and see. Let me tell you something right now. Rhea Ripley shows up and I'm not there. <laughs> I, don't, I, mean, I, don't think, I don't think she's showing up. Like. This is personal between Finn and Seth. They don't need Rhea for this. So, calm down. Calm down. Calm down. Mark, if we, we don't see if we don't see Raymond on the screen no more, we know where he's at. And 
and let, let's talk about perks right now of, of knowing people. As I'm watching NXT right now, um, Booker T, we all know, is the announcer. Right behind him is his beautiful wife, Charmel. Two kids, which are his, and an older lady, which I'm assuming is his mom. They got great seats for the show. They're sitting right behind them. That could have been you, Mark. So, so I mean, you're, you're great seats. I mean, they're... Mark, Mark couldn't get tickets for this show. Booker's wife. If they're sitting on, like, the balcony... They're, they're sitting right I mean, behind them. If she wanted to, if she wanted to, she could tap Booker T on the shoulder and be like, fix your hair or something. But I'm just trying well, to say, I'm like... Balcony, she should be asking for a divorce or something. <laughs> I'm just saying he he took advantage of getting four tickets for his family, and Raymond couldn't get one ticket. So Raymond, I don't know. You know now you know why because <laughs> four of them went to his yeah. Family. That guy he didn't have eight or nothing. But yeah, <laughs> just letting that go. Anyway, on on Raw, Chopper made his <laughs> his big return, defeated the Miz, which I think the the Miz is winless for this year. I don't think he has one win. On a house show, on Raw, anywhere. He doesn't have a win at all for 2023. So I don't know if he's trying to go after the Kurt Hawkins record or something. But right now, I, I don't know what's going on with the Miz. But um, it was Bumper got booked strongly like he did there. That, that was, plus, they gave you know, a reason for him to answer an open challenge. Miz never texted him or called him in nine months from when he was hurt. Yep. To and, me, that was a good, nice way to bring him back in. And I keep hearing about um, Ciampa and Johnny. Reuniting the DIY, but um, it's a must. What happened? It's a must. It has to happen. Yeah, I, 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 I dumb against this. Owens. I mentioned Gargan. Dumb against Kevin Owens. Owens yeah. Oh, that would be great. I don't know. I don't know when that will happen. SummerSlam or Mania, but yeah, that, that's a big fight for me. And then let's talk about the, I guess the biggest part besides Seth getting attacked. We all knew that Logan Paul was going to be there, but we didn't. We, I mean, if you listen to the podcast, a couple of episodes, I kind of said something like this, but we didn't know what he was going to show up for. Was he going to like be the the guy who challenges Ray? I mean, I'm sorry, Seth. But no, when his time to come up, he's on top of the ladder, right next to the Money in the Bank suitcases, and he says that he, basically he's in the Money in the Bank, which was shocking. The way he did it, he didn't have to qualify. He's just that big of a star. But he looked—I have to say before we get into—he looked so comfortable. For me, for being scared of heights, looking at him, so freaking comfortable on top of that ladder. He's so comfortable on that mic. He's so comfortable with the people booing him that it's just reasons to hate him. It—it's—it's—it's it's crazy how comfortable and how good he's been so fast. Um, real quick, he's giving a compliment to Bad Bunny because he basically said he's been doing sports all his life, um, Logan Paul. So he kind of has an idea of what he's doing. Bad Bunny has no history <laughs> of sports or nothing, and it's so good. So he gave a good, nice compliment to Bad Bunny. I only say that because it's been a poster of them two facing each other at SummerSlam, but that's big, big time rumor. But yeah, but just back to Logan Paul. It's just crazy, and he showed it. the The moves he did in that promo when everybody showed up, and let's talk about that one by one. Each person came out. They did like they cut a little promo, but the best one was LA Knight. He is like on fire. Yeah. He can't do nothing wrong. <laughs> he came out, and that place went crazy. If he doesn't win money in back, I understand it has to be Logan Paul now. But they got to do something with LA Knight. I mean, it is cr- he. You want to know how perfect this guy is right now? Last week on SmackDown, he was, he walked into the ring, shoved Rey Mysterio, and he got a pop. They cheered for him for pushing Rey Mysterio, who everyone loves. He's like everyone's daddy, everyone's grandfather right now. Like everyone loves Rey Mysterio, and Ellie Knight just comes in and shoves him to the floor, and he gets a big pop. Ellie Knight can't do no wrong right now, besides picking on Selena Vega, but um. I just want to point out when LA Knight's line of saying there is useless basketball cleats, I freaking lost it. <laughs> <laughs> I lost it. Yeah, and the whole video, uh, the, the whole thing about the um, Logan Paul makes videos for 14-year-old girls and all that. 
and he's and the whole thing about if you could take the prime bottles and he'll show you where you could shove it at. Uh, all of that is it's gold. I love it. He is money right now, and it's just they need to come up with some better shirts for him, some better merchandise, some better quotes. Like he needs better merch. Yeah, that's that LA Knight in every color on the website. You get it, you get the shirt in every color you want. You name the color, they get they'll make it for you. But besides that, it should be like something in the back at least. Let me talk to you, or yeah, or something. They're missing out on a big opportunity. Unless, hey, by SummerSlam, he's the biggest thing. And there's, yeah, freaking handprints and stickers and signs everywhere. Fine. But he is super hot right now, and they need to take advantage of that. If it's not money in the bank, it, it, let him beat Theory. Let him beat somebody. I don't know. I agree with that. I think when I thought when you said the biggest part of the night was going to be Rhea Ripley destroying Natalia. Oh man, that, that's where you were going with that. That is a waste of my time, my life. Like, I, it, it's horrible. You know why? Because you guys, I saw that in the house show. It, it, it's it's just it's everywhere. It's at the house shows. It's on Raw. It's on pay per views. She's just squashing. I mean, and you said uh, when we were talking, it's going to lead to her retirement. She's going to retire because she got her ass kicked. I mean, Jesus. I don't know. Well, you got to understand, Talia, listen, Talia's been around a hot minute. No, I know that. And it's just a matter of, I don't want to be rude, but no one cares about her anymore. I mean, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Mark, you don't want to be rude? His middle name. I don't agree towards Natalia because Natalia's always been such a sweetheart when it comes to the fans and she's always been a good signer and always been like a great human being. That's why I was, for her, I see, it's not like I'm talking Orange Cassidy, who, again, is equivalent to a, a wart that doesn't want to go away. But Natalia has always been, like, she's been a consummate pro, been around for such a long time, highly respected, especially, probably going to be a trainer in NXT or something once she, once she yes. calls her a trainer on the main roster, whatever she's going to be. But... No one's cared in years about anything she's done. No. The last time anyone cared was when she won the title at SummerSlam against Naomi. That's the last time anybody cared. And even then, it wasn't like everybody went, like place exploded. It was like, oh yeah, you know, she deserved it. Yeah, you know, okay, good. And that was as far as it went. So this is, I think, a, a final push to try and get her type of sympathy following for a face run, and maybe see if she has the gas for one more good face run because that raw roster needs. Some strong faces there, in my opinion, for the women's division because outside of Becky Lynch and is Raquel now raw? I think Raquel's yeah, raw, right? Yeah, yes, raw. she is raw. Yes, yeah, so I think you only but, have two big faces on the on the, there. So I have to try and have somebody else kind of step up. This is Natalia's last uh, hurrah here. But the problem is with that is yeah. the, her her ring skills are really good. Her mic skills are horrible. When she talks, it's like it, it's like what she loves the cats, and it, it's horrible. And she's the boat. And these days, right now, you need to talk on the mic because if, if it was just about wrestling skills, then AEW would be more famous than it is. Um, Shelton ba- Benjamin would be a heavyweight champion right now. So it's not you got to you got to have a total. You got to be in the total package, and she can't talk for nothing. That's why you have people like Becky and Bianca in, in the top spots because they could, they can handle talking and wrestling. But Natalia, yeah, she'll be yeah, great think, as a trainer. But yeah, Raymond. No, I was just gonna say. I think kind of like you, if you remember or go back into that little skit, she was like all depressed and sad backstage, but then she comes out and then she's smiling. I, I sent you a text message. I'm like, how does this make sense in the story? You're upset, but then you're coming out with a big old smile. But even when she's depressed, I, it, I don't believe it. <laughs> Yeah, no, I agree with that too. I don't. Like I, said, I, that's her. what I'm trying to say. Like she's horrible on the mic. I don't believe it. I don't feel it. You, you have to. No matter what character you have, you have to make it happen. If you, if you don't believe in that character, whatever, no one's gonna believe in it. And I don't think she believes in the character. I just think like this is your script. This is what you're gonna say, and you're just gonna say these words, and that's it. You have to believe in yourself, and like I'm gonna. If I'm going to be an ass, I'm going to be a total ass. If I'm going to be serious, then I'm going to be super serious. It's just it. how my skills doesn't sell at all. Do you think that she, instead of retiring, because I was kind of thinking about this too, I think they may attempting one last attempt to evolve her character to a different type of Natalia. Because she kind of said, I think it was not this week, but the week prior, that she doesn't know who she is anymore. Going into maybe a storyline where she's trying to, Quote, find herself. 
I don't got time for that shit, Raymond. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I know I know we talk about storytelling and we gotta extend the stories. I don't want this story at all. I want this shit to end fast and as soon as <laughs> like you know when, when a, when, you know when a horse is limping and you gotta take it out of his misery? Let's take this shit out of its misery and let's move on real ripley to a different story. Please. I, I don't know who's listening to us. If somebody's listening to us and you got WWE connections, please pass this on. Kill this story as soon as possible. I'm sorry. I love Natalia also. Nice person. Let's end it. One, two, three. Ring the bell. Ding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I guess now, if, if we're done with that, we have a couple of rumors and news, and then we're, we're basically done with this episode, which has been a lot of fun. Um, I, I saw something that said, um, Kofi said that the New Day took a blood oath. So they can never break up. Ha! Anyway, <laughs> they never say never in pro wrestling. You never, know, right? you never say never. But supposedly they 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 said they would never break up. And against, I guess no matter what story people come up with, they're gonna turn it down. Ah, mm. uh, yeah. But, Listen, um, yeah. You get paid millions of dollars, and Vince McMahon. Or whoever's quote in charge tells you, "Hey, we're breaking you up." No, we're not going to do that today. Okay. <laughs> okay. So look, you future endeavors. Do it. Like honestly, there's only one way, and that would be if Biggie returns. You could well, there's only two ways. You could either a turn Biggie heel, and then oh, you know, everybody just told me it's a sympathy case. No one cared about when I was champion. You only cared about when I broke my neck. Whatever, whatever, whatever. But they just did you that know, with Champa, though. Heat. What happened? They just did that with Champa. Well, no, but that's different. That's because the, that, that, that's totally different. <laughs> this would be towards the fans and towards everybody else. Because remember, when Biggie had the, the title run, people really were like, like yeah, at first, and then it's like, eh, never. Like it was, it was a dud. His title run, no one really gave a shit, right? You know, and then you could just, or the whole Biggie's back. Oh my god, now the new day is actually good again. And somebody like Xavier Woods, which Kobe, you know, Kobe, you don't believe the deal. Xavier Woods turning into a heel, I think would be the only thing that really could kind of help him get to a new level because they tried giving him the King of the Ring and singles runs and it just hasn't worked. I think as a heel against his own guys and really become this ruthless person, which he's got it in him, I think that would be like the only way it would really uh, truly work in his case. Right. Okay. I get it. I feel bad for New Day. Just because, <laughs> honestly speaking, with Let's say all together somehow, then they can kind of do something. But if it's like just Xavier Woods doing his own thing, you know, he's not on TV. Yeah, Kofi, even he's single, he, you know. Well, Kofi, I think in, honestly speaking, Kofi's mm-hmm. injured and he's supposed to be coming soon. I, I got to see him while I, uh, he was on social media training and he was on his foot and putting pressure on it. So he should be back soon, hopefully, maybe by SummerSlam. We'll see what they Him do. Him, I'd like to see turn bad. I guess, if Kofi can kind of change his stripes, I think he's been a good I, guy for I a just told you, time. they did a blood oath. They're not turning bad. <laughs> uh, okay, but if Kofi can find a way to break that oath, <laughs> I, th- I think the story, because you would think if Biggie comes in, Biggie would be the one to turn on yeah. them. But yeah. I think if Kofi does it, yeah, I saw the whole Xavier, big, I, I saw the whole thing with Big E, like, yeah, you guys never called me or whatever, even though they put him on the attire. And say get well and all that stuff, but um, I don't know. Um, this is a. But that's why the woods turning here would make more sense. Yeah, it would. But like I said, Kofi said never. That's right, Kofi said never. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I just gotta say, um, I even though I have it on mute, it looks like Braun Braun Breaker and Seth Rollins are having a banger of a match. Um, I heard back in the rumor world. WWE are interested in signing Hook in the future. And Taz would like Hook mm. to go to WWE in the future also. Mm. Not, I'm not a Hook person. I'm sorry. Him coming in and, and flipping his hair and then leaving the ring in 30 you, seconds. You are so jealous, right, man? <laughs> I, I admit that we discussed this before. Yes, we did. Yes. <laughs> Maybe I am. I, I, Maybe I, I, I like Hook because I believe in um in, in the whole martial arts, jiu-jitsu world, and and suplexing and all that, so I like it. I don't believe in his punches, 
especially when he's punching someone like two times bigger than him. The suplexes, I I understand it. If you can catch the person in the right position, yeah. Um, I feel like he's still young. He has a lot to learn. Eventually, oh, eventually, I'm assuming he's gonna he's gonna gain some mass, get a, a bigger frame and all that. But he has a he has a lot to learn, and he's he's still far from real TV time. But let me say something really quick. Like if he had his bo- his father's body, like you know, being a little bit more bulky, yes, and he was doing what he did, I would be like, I well, like that's him. what I'm trying to say. I, I, how old is he? Is he 21 or 22, something like that? I'm gonna say no, it doesn't matter. No, you say it doesn't matter because you get him the right training. Yeah. Right. Let's well, see. AW is not. Um, you know, I, again, I don't want, like being negative when it comes to like Hook is good. I like Hook a lot. Like I saw him debut at the Coliseum, not the Coliseum, the Coliseum, UBS Arena. Man, Coliseum. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and UBS, and you know he's entertained. The mixed martial arts, there's a market for that. But AEW has done almost nothing to make him bigger than what he is. Like the kid's young. Again, okay, playing with the Hardys and some other stuff, but you haven't really seen any progression. You just kind of see him staying um, stagnant. You know, yeah, he's the FCW champion, but no one's really. Like, there's no oomph to it. It's like Wardlow. Oh, my God. They killed Wardlow. Jesus Christ. Right. Um, but, hey, I think WWE, with him and Taz both going together to WWE, I think there's so much they could do with him because they would – somebody that young and that – kid's got talent. Kid's really good. Kid don't need to talk. He just shows what – Taz can be his mouthpiece, whatever they want to do. WWE would definitely take advantage of what he's good at. But I think he would have to be in NXT first. Yeah, definitely. He, he, like I said, when I said he, he's not ready for real TV time, that's what I meant. Like WWE, the the major leagues. Um, let let's just cut this over real quick. Um, Seth Rollins just beat Braun Breaker and he retained his World Heavyweight Championship. So congratulations to Seth Rollins. So yeah, back to Hook. Yeah, I like Hook. I just feel like because they're not doing nothing real with him, he's he's falling behind, and the whole thing with. Um, Jungle Boy and Jungle Boy say you're my best friend it's, how many best friends are there in AEW uh, I saw that too oh my god I saw that and I, once again I wanted to puke I, this, lately I want to puke a couple of times <laughs> it's, it's too gr- I mean hey guys you guys are my friends you're my buddies and everything but to, to be on TV and you're like you're my best friend it's like what are we doing like if, that, if that's your gimmick fine but oh. there, there's already a gimmick of that <laughs> I mean how it's it's just come up with your own shit. I don't know. I, don't. I I think with that one, I think I'm sorry, Mark. If you were going to say something. Um, I was going to say that I think they may be setting up for Jungle Boy to turn heel and reunite with Luchasaurus down the line. But I think that's what's happening. But Luchasaurus is going to turn good because he's eventually going to go against Christian. Because Christian is just greedy with that belt. But then they're going to reverse the role. So now you got Jungle Boy, the the, the villain, and now Luchasaurus being the good guy. They can go that way too. Okay. But I think they are. Gonna, I think Jungle Boy is going to be turning. I, I think that's why they set that up. I, w- I want Jungle Boy to hang out. Oh, wait a minute. Finn Balor just attacked. So now you got Finn Balor at NXT. Awesome. Seth Rollins was about to walk. Rhea? Where's Rhea? Rhea? No, no Rhea. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Finn is just doing his work on those ribs again. He's hurting Seth bad, so he has a good chance of winning the world title at Money in the Bank. Because the ribs are bad. They got to be broken by now. Oh, They're my broken. God. He's beating security guards and everything. Oh, my God. Guys, watch NXT when you get a chance. Oh, my well, God. The, look at those ribs. They're broken. Anyway, um, <laughs> there's a rumor that – there's a lot of rumors. I don't know what's going to happen. We'll see which ones are true or not eventually. For SummerSlam, the NXT titles will be de- um, defended at SummerSlam, not before SummerSlam at the – Actual event of SummerSlam, they're gonna have NXT yeah. matches. Yeah, in the pre-show. <laughs> Again, <laughs> um, I don't know if you guys saw it today. I think it was well, I saw it today. I don't know if it was yesterday or today. Um, all right, Carmelo Hayes just came to defend Seth Rollins. Up oh, next week, tag team match. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Oh well, before oh, before, before I even go to the tag team match, what happened? Hold on there, players. We're going to have a tag team match. Yeah. Even before I go to this next segment here, um, before this match, early on NXT, there was a nice little segment with Carmelo Hayes and Seth Rollins backstage. And they were talking to each other, and they used each other's uh, catchphrases, basically, on each other. So you had, like, Hall of Ma- 
Carmelo Hayes saying, um, I am, the way Seth Rollins said it. And Seth Rollins basically said, I don't miss, like the way Carmelo Hayes. It was a little cool thing in the backstage. That's one of the things I would have recorded on my DVD recorder. Anyway, <laughs> um, I, like I said, there was a, a photo today. I, don't know, I saw it today. I'm not sure if it was today or yesterday that it came out of AJ Lee looking jacked. She got a six-pack. Her, her arms look awesome. She got rings coming out. She's like in her best shape ever, 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 ever. So she's definitely been training not with CM Punk. Because CM Punk, it's not he's not in his best shape right now. Hopefully he'll. Wait, 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 hold on. Was that an anti-CM Punk comment from yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to say it. it. It's only been, I, I got a lot of, th- I, I, if, if there's the truth out there, I'm going to say it. CM, CM Punk doesn't look like the nine months that he took off. He, he Yes, he had an injury. But he didn't. I always hate when people make these returns or whatever. I'm not in, in, in best shape. But I always said if, if my job was to be on TV and I got to make this big return, oh my God, I'm coming there with a fucking six pack. I'm, I'm rains popping out of my forehead. I'm going to be like, holy shit, like I'm the monster now. CM Punk is older, coming back from an injury. I'm pretty sure in a month or two, he'll look in top shape. No. Also, it's only been nine months. Let's just say a year. He looks so much older. I don't know how stressful he's. Oh, that stress! I don't know how stressful he's been for the nine months because he looked very relaxed on his posts and everything, walking his dog and everything. He looks so much older with just nine months passing. I mean, hopefully, I don't know. But anyway, AJ Lee, back to her. Super Jack body. Look at for the picture. Does this mean anything? Maybe. A return to the ring. I know she was in. She was uh, like a head writer for Glow Women's Wrestling. But hey, with CM Punk coming back, maybe it's time for her little a quick last run. Maybe at AEW, her, her her best place would be a big return in WWE, Royal Rumble or whatever. That would be the biggest thing. But I understand you want to stay with your hubby, and I'm sure Tony Khan could offer her another two three million dollars on top of CM Punk's five million. So. I'm assuming if she's going to make a return, it'll definitely be with AEW to be with a Punk. But, yeah, I mean, I would prefer to see how, you know. Yeah, listen, we might be able to get a CM Punk-Tony Khan rivalry, and you have uh, Tony Khan's ace in the hole being uh, Soraya, and uh, Punk's ace in the hole being Paige, and, I mean, I'm AJ, and then sure enough. Yeah, and let's not, let's not forget about Cole and Britt Baker. Man. We could always do that. Mixed tag team there. What? I, I just saw the picture that you're referring to, AJ Lee. Yeah. Hot. And yes. <laughs> not, not hot as mommy, but, you know. No, it, it, yeah, because I've seen her a couple of times. It's like, oh, okay. It's like, you can tell she's retired and she's writing her books and all that. And then now it's, pow, pow. Hey, look at me, guys. Like, holy shit. Like, I, even when in her prime, she didn't look like this. So she definitely hit the gym hard. Do you just like do you, mm-hmm. is that is that like a new hobby? Like, oh, you know what? I want to pick up fitness now, and I just want to start training. That's normal. But as being a former wrestler, <laughs> like you, it it pretty looks like a, a good come a comeback or whatever. But yeah, you, you know what? Because she knows that CM Punk probably get kicked out of AEW, she might have to come and start earning that paycheck again. <laughs> like, but babe, don't worry. Just just stay home. I'll, I'll take care of the money. I get it. <laughs> uh, let me show this Bianca woman. What's it all about? Oh, that would be actually a really good match. But anyway. No, it wouldn't. Bianca should kill her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bianca would wipe the floor with her. Yeah. Oh, um, that's it for the news and everything right now. But I do like the the line with um Bianca. What she told um Charlotte. I'm going to mess up the line. But she was like, basically, you're 14 champion. It took you all this time. I, I know I'm going to mess up this whole thing. But she told Charlotte, it took you to, um, to win the belt 14 times to make this name for yourself relevant and yeah and it, 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 it just took me one time which i like that i messed up the line and everything I, I didn't get the whole quote but what she said that I was like oh so it's some good stuff there and that's what i'm talking about being good on the, know, being good at the mic being good at wrestling yep you it gets me that charles 14 time champion right yep i mean she lost the damn thing 14 times yep like that's the one if bianca's to me has been a more impressive champion because both her reigns her main reigns have been super long title reigns. What's Charlotte's longest title reign? 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. We have to research that. I think he had a, like a decent long one at one point, but no one remembers it. But the, yeah, but that's what goes with everybody. Same thing with Flair and everybody. You, you want to brag on oh, 15 times. Yep, that means you lost it 15 times. Or if you're the champion now, well, that means you lost it 14 times. So yeah. So it all depends on how you want to look at it. But um, I think that's it, guys. We, we just hit the one hour mark. So yeah, I'm definitely going to say we're going to wrap this up. So NXT is over. They Going on with the story with Seth and Finn Balor. Let's see where they go with that besides them facing each other money in the bank. We still got, what, two weeks for that? So anyway, we're going to call it a night. Stay safe. Have fun. Any plugs or shout-outs? I'm going to go first. Wrestling Universe at Queens, New York. <laughs> you know, it's just not fair. You can't use mine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that was, that was that, I'm sorry, I, that was Mark's shout-out. And plug. Mine's is um HK. Uh, it's Taco Tuesdays on Tuesdays. Great tacos. Uh, I, just, I went there today for an uh, early dinner. Um, real quick, I, this has nothing to do with wrestling. and This goes totally against it. But I go there with my little pad. Well, it has to do with wrestling. I go there with my little pad, and I get a table for one. And I sit there with my pad, and I, and I write down the stuff that we're going to talk about on, tu- on Tuesdays. And they give me the weirdest looks, and they also give me great service. They probably think like I'm some kind of critic and I'm going to criticize their food or something because I get great service and weird looks at the same time. So I think it's pretty funny that. I wonder <laughs> if they spit in your food. What happened? I wonder if they spit in your food yet. No, not yet. <laughs> and if it's good, it's good spit. The, the, the tacos are good. I, I recommend HK on, on Glasnick East Tree Mall. Raymond? Uh, my usuals is going to be, again, Give Kids the World, a great charity. And check out their Hearts of Reality, both on Facebook. Uh, they do have a special event that comes up in December. And Mania Club, which also can be found on Facebook. Uh, it's a group of wrestling fans that are out to make a difference and do like we do, talk about wrestling. So check them out. Raymond, all serious. I'm here talking about tacos. Mark got Wrestling Universe. I feel like when Raymond talks, we got to play like We Are the World in the background or something. We are the world. Oh, you don't want me singing. Let me stop right there. <laughs> All right, guys. It's been lots of fun. Until next time, have fun, be safe, and enjoy. All righty. <laughs>